<laughs> welcome to We Talk or whatever That's freaking call on this. The potty thing. heads, the potty talk, the pod talk, pod, pod talk. talk, pod talk, coffee yeah. talk. We literally have what if pod talk? I don't know that I hate that. Pod I'm talk. sure someone has taken that. At, I'm the, sure at the end of the day, I think that's what. Here's what we've been having issues trying to settle on a name. We, we like we been. like names, and then we start looking up names, and we realize people yeah. have these names. At the end of the day, like I feel like, who cares? It's just we've a circled name. the airport a thousand times, and we can't figure out where to land. So we're just yeah. gonna keep circling. <laughs> well, <laughs> what, if we, what if we call something new each week? Oh my gosh! <laughs> like one week it's we talk, one week it's like pod talk. The unnamed. <laughs> yes, the unnamed. Ooh, the unnamed. The unnamed, unnamed podcast. Where are we going? A voice for everyone. Uh, ooh, the unnamed. Oh, oh the, the unnamed. Un- that sounds cool. The like voice, a, right. a like voice a for really everyone. Awesome superhero. Yeah. Right. Unnamed. We're so cool. The voice, voice for everyone. everyone. <laughs> I like it. It's cute. You guys are like it. Okay. Well, you're you even read that. Scary. You even <laughs> quoted, didn't quote, but that was your scripture you shared the other night on 31 Days of Wisdom, right? Give a voice to the voiceless. Yes. Yeah. 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 See? Like wow. it. Look at that. It's yeah. Coming back around. The podcast is officially called The Unnamed. <laughs> Maybe. Until... Until, you we, until next yeah. week, yeah. And and still we start talking. Here's the thing: taken. just come back. You know, <laughs> you don't need a name. You don't need to know what it is, right? You're just gonna be here because you like hanging out with us. Yeah. yeah, we're so glad all you potty heads have joined us. Remember what we always say around here: I'd rather be a potty head than a potty mouth. So yeah. <laughs> hey, that's all like, you guys. <laughs> for a second, I was like, "What do we?" Say that's our catchphrase. Like, that's our catchphrase. Catch <laughs> oh my gosh, my mic is all jacked up. So good. All right, so here's my question to you guys to start the podcast. All right, (laughs) give it to me. Okay, you are a dog owner. We used to have dogs, so you're going to have to like act like you don't have any dogs. Okay, that's going to be very hard to do, but okay. You're getting a brand new dog. Do you feel like dogs should have people names or are dogs an opportunity to get crazy? Mm, Okay, I actually do have an opinion about this without even... I mean, I do have dogs, so it's, <laughs> I have two dogs, and technically, they both do have human names. Yeah. So I have a girl dog. She's our senior. She's our old girl. Like old she, girl. She's she's an old lady. We call her our old lady. Um, <laughs> she's thirteen, like yeah. going on fourteen Aww. this year. So we we've wow. had her. Oh no, wait, she'll be thirteen this year. We've had her our entire time that we've been in wow. a relationship. Wow. Like she adopted. Kylie adopted her before we technically started dating but we were both interested in one another so when she passes are y'all gonna take her to the taxidermist i mean no no i mean that's kind of like that'd you know be what like I mean? that'd be really that weird so i don't know weird. that I, it'd, be, it'd like be like scrubs, scrubs. <laughs> yeah like where there's a weird rowdy no it's rowdy rowdy yeah just put him by the door oh my god so when someone walks in it'd be, be like, so Layla, no. creepy i don't know that i could do it like it, i think it'd be too sad for me yeah. you know yeah. but like i could probably i'll keep her collar around maybe you know like Aww. hang that around somewhere but in a frame you, i mean maybe, just because she's probably. been with you guys a little time you yeah. should like have she's some our, sort of momentum she's our relationship dog so Aww. when she dies hopefully we the relationship oh my God. <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking I'm joking oh my <laughs> no. sorry Kylie we're done oh my gosh no <laughs> well what's crazy is so her parents bought all this property in Athens at this year and so her sister's dog just passed away and they buried their dog oh, there oh that's Aww. sweet and so we've decided that there's this place called Puppy Hill <laughs> we, yay we deemed that's it. actually so, cool so our dog Layla will be buried there we've Aww, already decided so we can sweet. you know go well, we've that. talked about this before, and we can get Rachel's opinion. Remember the dog question. We'll yeah, circle yeah, yeah, back I'm to back. it. But when Cody dies, he wants to be turned into a tree. Well, I don't want to be. I don't want to become a tree. <laughs> but my, <laughs> tell my, me how what, that works. What I want <laughs> actually is, really cool. Yeah, I, I, I understand you. what right. you're saying. I want either one of two things. Either my body is just compacted into this bag, <laughs> like <just laughs> violently shoved into a bag. <laughs> 
with, with, a, with a big tree seed shoved in there with me. And then I'm buried into the ground. And then well, I love weeping willow. So turn me into at least something like that would be really cool. So make cool. Uh, like my body is just surrounded by this weeping willow seed. And then I become this tree in theory. That's cool. Or I'm cremated and my ashes are just put into a bag with this tree. I feel like the violently shoved into a bag sounds more fun. <laughs> yeah, It's like some Dexter stuff yeah. going on there. You know what I mean? But I feel like that's cooler than a grave, you know? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, uh, well, what would be really sad is if somebody cuts down the tree. <laughs> <laughs> you died twice. <laughs> but I feel like that'd be cool. It's like your body gives back to the world. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think it's a good like landmark, like if your right. kids like or something, you know. How about you? When okay, so first the dog question. Yeah, well, I haven't answered the dog. Oh, okay, question, but dog no, go question. ahead. Answer, dog, answer yeah. that. Yeah. We'll come back to the dog question. Oh, uh, I mean, I think either is fine, but I am like, I'm convinced that whatever you name your dog, mm -hmm. I mean, there's associations that come with your dog. Like yeah. we named uh -huh. our dog, one of our dogs, Parker. And the meaning of Parker was like park keeper. And that dog barked and barked <laughs> at anything at the fence. I mean, the kid just roamed the the fence and he would bark. He was at, the keeper of yes, our yard. Yes, he was the wow. keeper of our yard. So, I don't That's know. That's crazy. I'm, I'm under the persuasion, like, even though we had very common, boring names for our dogs, Bailey and Parker, like, I always wanted to be like Apache. Because yeah. <laughs> I would never name one of my right. kids Apache. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And be like, here, Apache. Yeah, I mean, something <laughs> just kind of like... For you sure. know, Thunderdome, right? <laughs> Something like that. You can't call a kid, and maybe I should start calling one of our kids Thunderdome. But I mean, I just Samuel feel like Thunderdome. Like, <laughs> <Cotterberg. laughs> Isn't that great? I feel yeah. like dogs is a great time to get like experimental right. and creative and yeah. fun with names. It always kind of triggers me when someone names their kid like something. I can't even. Apache. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. If I ever meet an Apache, I'll be like, oh, oh man, sure your parents you really wanted a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'm kind of under the same persuasion. I, I mean, even though, again, I feel like my dogs have, we got Layla and we have Vlad, which, you know. Vlad's a cool name. Technically, those are both human names, but I feel like they're not common human yeah. names. Layla, probably a little bit more so. But I feel like if I were to name my dog Robert, like that'd just be really weird. Like, come on, Robert, <laughs> Robert, get out there and pee. I'm, I'm trying to get inside to go to bed. It go get such the an stick, old Robert. man dog. <laughs> right. like, oh wow. <laughs> call him an old man. It would but be. You know though. what I mean? Like yeah. Robert is such a an old. Man. I'm crabby. Like, I'm a crabby old guy. Like, but you know what I'm saying? Nap. Like it's like I, I feel like you can name your dog human names, but if you're gonna name it like a very common name, like that's when you're like, are you really trying to like make a, a friend person relationship mm. out? this dog like yeah hey frank how yeah. was your day you know like <laughs> come here frank yeah i don't know uh, but at the end of the day it's whatever whatever floats your boat name your dog whatever you want to name so i dog. guess there are more like like not to degrade but more human names yeah i think like so. vlad is not really something i would name a kid right but it is a cool name it is a cool and if you're in russia there's probably or vlad. the czech republic right. yeah, yeah so, vlad's everywhere right so like in the area of where we live of madison alabama i have never met a vlad right so, i don't think i have either yeah no, i don't think so. but it's also common in kylene's family to name their dogs russian names really so that's where vlad came from layla uh, was just like this oddball i don't know how that happened <laughs> I, I don't know how kylene landed on that but, yeah so like we have vlad uh her sister has Luna and Lev, so those are like also like Russian yeah, names. Lev, and definitely. Then they've had uh, their family has had Yeager, and this one is the third Yeager. They, <laughs> they have named three dogs Yeager. I mean, All yeah. Right. Is it the same dog? It's, it's like same it's a breed. Yellow lab. So every uh, time it's, it's Yeager. just living on Yeager and Yeager and Yeager, and then they had. Uh, 
Ali, they have Alieska. So it's, I don't know. It's, but those her are dad, crazy. See, her, those are good dog names. Right. But her dad was like, or is like a Russian linguist. Spy. Spy. <laughs> yeah. He works for the Navy or was in the Navy. And so he was like, he had a focus in Russian linguistics. Yeah. Gotcha. And so he kind of had like a connection there. So gotcha. that's kind of how that happened. See, we, Rach and I have talked about it. Both of our dogs have since passed on. And we're just like, if we get new dogs, we can't name them what our dogs' names were because, right. like, oh, those yeah, dogs were do so no way. they were such individuals yeah. that, like, no Bailey will ever compare to the Bailey we had. Right. Yeah. So it's it's hard. And even buying, like, we're like, we can't buy another chocolate lab. We had the most perfect mm. chocolate lab. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We can't buy another black lab. We had the most perfect right. black lab. And so uh, I don't know. We go back and forth whether we want a dog or not. And Rachel wants a dog, but I don't want a dog. Yeah, I thought you guys were going to get a German Shepherd. That's what I heard. I mean, we talked about <laughs> we it. We have talked about yeah. it. I don't know. I don't want another kid. It's a <laughs> lot of work. <laughs> so much work. Yeah. See, we've decided, you know, because obviously we are dog people. Yeah. We love dogs. And so we are just always going to be dog household. But at the same time, I'm one of those people that, like, I can't just, when a dog passes away, I can't just immediately get another right. one. Like, Kylene's a little bit different. Like, yeah. if a dog passes away, she can get another one like two. Bring weeks. it home tomorrow. Yeah, she's, but it's like part of her grieving process. Mm. Like that helps her get over it. But sure. me, yeah. it's like I need to just gotta have my time. Decompress. But right. summer's gonna be the best time to get a dog. So if something were to happen, like we gotta wait till summer because Kylene's off work. She can help raise yeah. a puppy. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. um, I don't want to deal with a puppy right now. With we have two young babies already right. that are already in diapers right. and learning how to be potty trained. So <laughs> a puppy just sounds like a nightmare at this time. So yeah. we have summer. Yeah. So, yeah. And we're not, Rachel and I, we're very much not those people. And there's nothing wrong with this. If you are of this persuasion, we don't just buy like animals and throw them in the backyard right. and just like leave right. them out exactly. there. I had a friend that they did that. And I was like, that's not, that's like a, that's how you treat farm animals. You know what I mean? Right. I put a cow out in the field and exactly. let it roam. But like a dog is like a member of our family. Like they sleep in our room. Oh yeah. And like my dog is in my cow. bed. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I don't know, since we go the extra mile and they're like a family member, I feel like we're just not really wanting another family member. Right. It's, a, it's a commitment. Right. It, it is. It's a, it's a relationship. It's not just a pet. Right. Yeah. yeah. And since they don't live for like 90 years, it's such a, it's like devastating when yeah. they like, they're only with me for like 10 to 15 years. And then I have to like to have this heartbreak. So yeah. now that I've brought the mood down. But <laughs> yeah, I'm really sad. <laughs> well, we'll go back to this though real quick to, you know, and then we'll move on to today's podcast. But uh, when I pass away, I just want, it doesn't even matter if I'm cremated or if you just roll my body out of a plane. I want to be a part of the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> like, just put me, like, fly over to Rocky Mountains and just throw me out, like, weekend right, of Bernie boys, style. Just toss them out. <laughs> just roll oh, me out gosh. of the plane. Let a bear find my corpse or something. I just want to, I want to be with the Rocky Mountains. So, what you're saying is, I got to throw, okay, well, around the time, maybe we'll go around at the same time. So this is how put a tree. You guys yeah, there'll are be a tree. This. Yeah. There'll be a tree seed planted somewhere in the Rockies. Maybe sure. I'll go there. I don't care. And then Wesley will throw your body out of a plane right on top of my tree. Well, I'll be a holding you as would, I go. Or that. So it's like <laughs> immediate you guys become buried. one. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Right. It'd be great. It'd be a team effort. <laughs> so weird. I so want you weird. to find a nice place in the Rocky Mountains and I'm not talking like I'm talking like dangerous Rocky Mountains you got to get in there you got to go you got to go deep into the Rocky Mountains where you're not sure if you're coming back out so find the a, first time you ever go to the deepest <laughs> part of the Rocky Mountains <laughs> find a nice so find a nice rock or something and just make it my monument hmm. it's too cold there <laughs> oh my gosh I, this one thing I'm asking for <laughs> but so how uh, do you want to 
How do I want to be disposed of? Yes. What's your preferred method? You guys never talked about this? I don't think we have. We have. Have we? Yeah. You want the ocean, right? Yeah. Cremation. Throw me in the ocean. Yeah. Fish food. Yeah. (laughs) So then she can be fish poo. There you go. I'll live on Circle of life. Yeah. Circle of life. I'll be a coral reef. Coral Ooh, reef. Cool. Beautiful boo. <laughs> the coral reef boo. I don't know that that's how that works, I but. <laughs> I don't know how any of it works. It's fine. Do you have a specific lighter. ocean? Like, you can't drop me over to Smoky Mountains or over to Appalachian Mountains. I want to be dropped over to Rocky Mountains. Do you have a specific ocean? That would be so funny if we. Well, you guys seem to, to like death come back in. I'd haunt anybody who messes this up. I will haunt you. <laughs> so good. Uh, I don't know. You guys go to Destin a lot, though, right? So maybe just go sprinkle her in that water a little bit. Maybe when the kids go on vacation, they can take me with them. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Just a little bit at a time. Each year, a little salt shaker. (laughs) (laughs) See you, Mom. Mom. It's like pouring one out for your mother. You know what I mean? Oh, (laughs) my (laughs) gosh. That's so good. But we, I I don't know. We've, Rachel and I have decided that we're full blown going notebook status. Oh, we are going. We're going together. Yeah, we're just going to lay down. Fall cuddling asleep, and then we go. don't wake up and then samuel christian just got to find us oh my god i feel like that'd be so devastating i don't I, there's no good way to there go is, there's not, I mean, obviously. anybody that's listened to this and you've lost a loved one we are not trying to be yeah. offensive we know that it is a tragic time yeah um we are grateful that we have salvation so we know anyone that we lose that is born again they yeah. are in our future not in our past only so we're not making little of sure. it we're just we're just, i think the the one of the my defense mechanism when it comes to serious things is Humor. make jokes yeah i mean obviously <laughs> and so death is very real it's a very challenging obstacle that we have to co- overcome in life but that's why rachel and i we've just decided we're not doing life without each other and so if you don't know what The Notebook is, it's a movie, and the old couple, they fall in love when they're very young, they get old. Spoiler alert, so if you haven't seen it, plug your ears, but at the Grand, end of the movie... it's been like 20 years at this point. Yeah, it's yeah. an old movie, but it's a good one. And, and they, they just lay down at the end of the movie as an old couple, and they just go on into glory, and uh, that's it. Yeah. It's the end. So the end. cute. Yeah. So sweet. So sweet. So sweet. All right. Well, if you're still with us... Uh, <laughs> You know, hopefully you got some good dog talk today and some death talk. Um, Yeah, plan your future, kids. Figure out, you know what I mean? So if you were with us last week, we talked, uh, we had a question that was sent to me. Um, At this point, I have responded to that person on a personal level, so they aren't waiting six weeks for the response anymore. Um, So you can rest in that. (laughs) But we talked about how to find happiness in Jesus, um, but they also had another question, and so... At that point, we had already gone like 30 minutes yeah, talking it about it. it so we didn't want to get into it because I had a feeling it would go at least another 15 to 20. So yeah. um, the question that we have today, or really, I guess, more of a uh, comment or that they threw out to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. Potty uh, head. <laughs> but basically, uh, so a lot of times when we pray for people when it comes to service, and I, and I know that... I feel like we've all kind of experienced this, that I feel like the Lord kind of reveals things to us, you know, when we pray for certain individuals. And so a lot of times, like I, I I remember when we prayed with these people, our students, these people, (laughs) (laughs) distant figures, uh, these students, you know, I feel like there's things that we've seen. And so like a lot of times it's like, like, especially with this person, they said, you told me I had a calling. And so like when I was praying for them, I talked about this calling. I didn't go into depth because for one, I don't know all of it. I don't know everything, but I see I saw something, and at the same time, I don't feel like it's my job to tell them exactly what it is because I don't want to steer them in a way that could possibly derail their future or whatever, anything like that, but it's also not my place to divulge that to them or whatever. But anyway, so they said, you told me I have a calling, you big jerk. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, But they said, I really want to know what my calling is. 
I wish I could know so I could start doing it. I want to serve the Lord and do what he wants me to do, but I don't really know what mm. to do. I First have, of all, let me stop you right there. Yeah. Love the heart of the individual. Yeah, it's so that good. That is fantastic. Yeah, good for you for wanting to serve the Lord and for wanting to fulfill whatever call you feel he's put on your exactly. life. Yeah. Keep that mentality. Keep that desire. That is fantastic. And honestly, that's probably the... You can stop listening right now. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, that, that's the yes. best piece of advice right there is at least want and strive to do it, right. you know, and, and make sure you pursue that. Um, but then following up to that, I have three different career paths to follow with, and I don't know which one will be the best for me to live in him. I just wish I knew what he wanted me to do. Mm. Mm. Thoughts? Yeah, you might need to keep your phone open because you're probably going to have to reread that a couple times cause I, <laughs> in case I forget. So, Boo, do you want to start? You got any thoughts? Uh... Read it again. <laughs> I know. Uh, no, I think the first thing, the first step to knowing your path mm-hmm. is just following God. Yeah. Pro- what is it? Proverbs 3. Mm-hmm. It says, follow God with all your heart right. and he'll make your path straight. Yeah. So step one is to just run after God mm-hmm. and keep running after God. Yeah. And he'll reveal to you whatever it is. Exactly. And I think, uh, you know, I feel like it was on like the pilot episode that we talked about this. You know, a lot of the things that like I think about is we get so focused on like, what is the call that we stress right. so much about it. And I think if you focus on that right there of just like trusting God and just pursuing God, I think everything else is going to line up and you might not have all the answers right now, but you're going to get that bit by bit, right. piece by piece. Yeah. And I, I even mentioned it last night in the message at the time of recording this, um, you know, you know, cause we have an outreach that's coming up and there's people that, you know, I believe that's a part of all of our call is to do some form of outre- outreach, to evangelize to people, to, right. to share Jesus with people. So no matter what, if you don't know what your calling is, if you don't know what your purpose is, I can tell you this and I can promise you this is that God's passion is people. Yeah. So right. at For the sure. end of the day, your purpose, your passion has to involve people to Somehow. some degree. Yeah. So yeah. that's a good point. The, the greatest advice that, that Jesus gave us was to love God with all your heart and yeah. then to love people as you would love yourself. And so how do you want to be loved? Well, I would want someone to love me, to encourage me, to inspire me, to strengthen me, to equip me. And mm. so I feel like that's a good start is to love God, yeah. pursue God, right. serve God, and be passionate about people. Uh, I heard a minister say, uh, he was uh, talking to young ministers on like how to be a better minister. And he was like, love people more than you love preaching. And he's mm. like, and that will come out in your messages. Mm. You know, yeah. like that's just so good is like focus on the people. Yeah. Don't focus on that because everything else will come later. Yeah. Right. I think it's just, it, it's such a, a, a huge question. Yeah. Right. right. And there's, there's so many different details that we could go into. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to give a few highlights and, you know, this is not throwing any shade at Cody because I believe he hears from God and he knows the voice of God. But I do want to start here when it comes to God's plan for our life. Mm-hmm. We have to make sure that we don't let men shape that plan. Right. We don't let women shape that plan. We don't let a prophet or a minister or even a pastor. You know, the plan of God is something that we discover for our life, for right. ourselves. And at the end of the day, you've got to know that God has called you. Now, God right. can use Cody to confirm something mm-hmm. that's in someone's heart. He can use me or even Rachel or, or any minister to confirm right. something. But we never run after something because man has told us to. Right. So I think that needs to be the starting point. Yeah. You need to know that God has called you 
to ministry, to something, because there are many callings, right? Yeah. You could be called to be a lawyer. You could be called to be a doctor. You could be called to be an engineer. You could be called to be a janitor, a teacher. I believe, you know, whatever God has put you on this planet to do, that is your calling. Yeah. Right. But if it's fivefold ministry gift that you're feeling called to, whether it's youth ministry, pastor, evangelist, you know, the fivefold ministry gifts, um, or whatever the call might be, I think the only way people truly stick with their call is if they know God told them to do right. it. Because anytime you start something, you're going to run into difficulties. Mm-hmm. I heard, you know, you quoted a minister. I heard a minister the other day said, he said, make no mistake about it. Whenever somebody rises up to build something for God, people will always rise up to destroy what's being mm-hmm. built. And so whenever you begin to pursue what you feel God's called you to do, there's going to always be opposition to that call, whether it is a lawyer, whether it is a preacher, whatever that call is. And the only way to be able to push through that opposition is to know that God, you're doing what God told you to do, that somehow that gives us the inner strength to be like, okay, no matter what this opposition is I'm facing, whether it's internal opposition, whether it's external opposition, I'm going to be able to push through because I'm on the path that God has called for me. And Rachel and I have done that in 18 years of ministry, and I'm sure you've had to do that at times. Whenever opposition has come up, we always go back to, we're doing what God told us to do. And since we're doing what God told us to do, we're able to push through, Mm -hmm. right? And so, uh, and we did say this in the pilot, you know, episode of the podcast, the podcast, the podhead, whatever we're calling this, <laughs> is that, you know, you just really don't, don't be so concerned about something that's, it's balance. Yeah. It's not, I'm not so concerned about what God's called me to do that I'm missing the very moment I'm living in yeah, right now. Exactly. Uh, I don't know what particular grade this individual is in that submitted it, but don't get so focused on what you're going to be doing five years from now. Now, it's good to have a plan and right. it's good to know. Good to have goals, good but, to have desires. But don't miss what God's doing right now. Exactly. What are you involved with right now? Give your heart to that. Give mm-hmm. your dedication to that. Give your commitment to that and do that to the best of your ability. And like Rachel said, as you trust in the Lord and you do Proverbs 3, he'll show you the next step when right. the time is right. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we try to get out ahead of God, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but maybe he's just asked you to do something in your local church right now and you're doing it, Mm -hmm. whatever that may be, whether it's helping them, you know, run sound or singing on the praise and worship team. And as you put your hand to that and you faithfully do that and you serve God in that capacity, when that season comes to a close, he's going to show you the next step. He's Mm -hmm. a good father in that way. He, He reveals his plans to us, but sometimes... He doesn't reveal what is next until the appropriate time because he doesn't want us to jump over what we're supposed to be doing right now. Mm -hmm. You know, he could have showed me. I didn't know I was supposed to be a youth pastor. Uh, I just knew I was supposed to go to Bible college. Mm -hmm. And so I went to Bible college. And then when I was at Bible college, the last month of Bible school, he showed me he wanted me to be a youth pastor. Mm -hmm. See, he does things in order. And I think if he would have showed me to be a youth pastor, maybe I would have jumped the Bible college. Right. 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 So he showed me in steps. Mm-hmm. I want you to go to Bible school. So I went to, and he, he showed me that when I was in ninth grade. I remember telling my dad about it. And uh, the reason I told my dad about it, it, the Lord, you know, inspired me to do so. And that's because after I graduated high school and I kind of lost my way, my dad came to me. He's like, you remember in ninth grade when you told me you're supposed to go to Bible school? And I was like, oh yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> exactly. And it served as a good reminder. And so he put that in my heart. And it wasn't until I achieved that and fulfilled that part of my call and that part of my life, that part of my mission that God revealed the next step. And because there was training that I got at Bible school that I needed to get 
you know, even right. natural training. I was a supervisor of a workforce of like five to 10 people. And now in my job here at the church, I'm a supervisor of five to 10 people. And so I got training there. And so I had to do the first step first. Yeah. So, you know, even though you're not in your career and you're not in the fullness of your call, what's he called you to do right now? Mm. Give your attention to that, do it faithfully, do it diligently, and that's practice for you to do the next step. Right. And right. then he'll show you the next step at the right time. So good. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I think if this person has maybe three paths that they're considering, mm-hmm. I think you look for hints in every single one of those mm. paths. Do I really, you know, what what do I really enjoy doing? Mm. You know? Yeah. Volunteer, if any of the paths you can volunteer in, Volunteer in those right, paths. Right, that's true. Is my heart really here? Do I really enjoy this? Mm. Could I see myself doing it? You know, and like you kind of said, you know, volunteering at church or with organizations and figuring out, you know, again, do I really love this? Could I see myself doing this forever? And you're going to find out when you put your hand to something and you start volunteering, you're going to find, I really have a heart for this. Ooh, mm. I really don't like this. Yeah. So. That's uh, actually good advice. I know we're all spoiled now, but back in the day, they didn't have power steering. And my dad always had this <laughs> in a car. My dad always had this expression. He right. said, it's really hard to steer a car that's not moving. Right. Mm. Because without power steering, if the car's moving, it's easier to turn the wheel. And so yeah. that's mm-hmm. great advice. Yeah. yeah. Um, you just get the ball moving. You start yeah. moving forward and you start you, pursuing. Yeah, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And you start, and it's like that old expression, how do you walk a mile one step at a time, right, right? right? And so you just start going. And if you start going that direction and it doesn't seem right and it doesn't feel yeah. right, then you just kind of pull back and you say, okay, I, I, yeah. I went this direction. Right. Uh, somebody told, said this once, and I'm going to paraphrase it. I'm probably going to butcher it. But they said, you know, following God um, is, wow, see, I can't okay, even remember. Okay, so that. I, I, I was wondering if this is where you're going to go because I actually, the one of the things that I answered to this person and I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't want to read off a thing here, but I think I feel like I learned it from you. I don't, right, I don't right, remember if see. I learned it from you. If it's good, then it, definitely. Yeah. If it's bad, you learn it from someone but else. I, but I told them that like one of the things I learned very early on uh, when it came to like following the Holy Spirit was almost like this red light, green light system. Yes. Yes. And I, I don't remember if it was from That's you. That's for me. Maybe yeah. it definitely. was. I've yes. told many people that. that. <laughs> but, it, but it's something that I have definitely used a lot and even Kylene's used it now because yeah. I told her. You know, it's just like see? something I tell a lot of people about it because to me it was very helpful in the beginning and right. so like someone like this and even myself you know I had a lot of things that I wanted to do at the beginning of my you know my early years of figuring out what my life was going to be and I said start similar to like what you guys are saying start a direction somewhere yeah. make a decision just try it feel it out mm-hmm. and if you don't feel like this hesitancy or this uncomfortableness and now obviously there's gonna be some level of anxiety about it or right. whatever because sure. you're, you know there's it's gonna new. yeah it's new it's different but at the same time if it doesn't feel any peace about it like if you don't have peace about the decision that you're making it's kind of like a yellow light or a red light when you're coming up to an intersection like you should probably stop and reevaluate do i keep going or uh, you gotta wait or whatever but if you have peace about it that's a green light you just go and you just keep going until the light changes you know and like i've i've kind of lived that way at least when it comes to learning how to follow the holy spirit like if i don't have hesitancy in my heart if i have peace about it like i just go for it yeah yeah because for me and where that stems from and i've taught a lot of people uh, that very thing. I had somebody ask me, you know, the church is going on this mission trip and I'm not sure if I'm supposed to go. And I just told him, you know, it's, I assume every light is a green light yeah, because it's easy for me to discern that discomfort, mm-hmm. that knot in my stomach, 
you know, and we've all been there when we yeah, make a bad decision sure. and, yeah. or we're about to make a bad decision. You know <laughs> you the know. inner turmoil yeah, that you have. That's such an easy gauge. It's so easy for me to sense that. Mm-hmm. And so um, that is the Lord being like, mm, you probably shouldn't yeah, do yeah. this, you know. Um, and so I I assume every light is a green light and right. I just run after it. That's how I got here. Yeah. That's how Rachel got here. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, and I think, too, that like, you know even if it's a green light and it might not even be directed to your calling, like God can still use it later yeah, right, on. Like, that's right. Right. you know, when Kylene was trying to figure out her career path before she went to school to be a teacher, she was like, I kind of feel like I want to do hair. I'm not really sure about it. Sure. And you know, we had this big conversation about it and that's when we kind of had the green light, red light conversation at yep. that time mm-hmm. too. But I was like, what's the big deal if you spend right. 12 months to right. go to hair school and then you do it and then you have this extra certification yep. and this yeah. skill set, and then, you can always go to school to be a teacher. Like, especially when it comes to something like that, it's like education is always available, at least at this point in time. Like you can always go back to school. There's nothing, there's no, I think that's what it's so bad is people are like, well, if I don't graduate college by the time I'm 21, I'm considered a failure. Well, no, it took Kylene seven, eight years to get her teaching degree. And she is boss at it and super successful and if you compare to other people i feel like she's one of the best teachers ever so that mentality is stupid like don't compare yourself to others do your plan that god has called you to do and do it at the pace that you feel like you're supposed to do it you know obviously go to the god about it and try to do the best that you can working with him but at the same time don't worry about how long it takes you just take it a day at a time just go for it yeah and i feel like there's i was talking to one uh, one student this was back at the other building and this student's now living in a a, a different country just pursuing god and, and and what they feel like god's called them to do but they had so much anxiety of like what if this is the wrong step mm. And I just remember telling them, what if it is? Yeah. Like, what's the big deal? You know what I mean? As long as it's not a sinful endeavor, it's yeah. not a wrong endeavor. You know, the only way it's a wrong endeavor is if you blatantly know God told me not yeah. to do right. this and you push through that and you do it anyways, right. then it's wrong, you know, but, but I think sometimes we just get so stressed out. What if I make this move and it's the wrong move? Well, first of all, there's many things that I would say to combat that. Number one, God is not harsh. Yeah. He's a merciful God. He's mm-hmm. a good God. And if you do something with the right heart and it ends up yes. being wrong, he's yep. still going to reward you because your intentions were yep. right, your heart was right. So we make these decisions really weighty when they shouldn't be. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know, even moving here to Alabama from Colorado and you moving here, and I'm talking to Rachel, from because Cody, you know, he's always been here. <laughs> I've lived here forever. No challenges for him. It's super easy. <laughs> he didn't have to go anywhere. Oh no, I'm kidding. <laughs> we're better than you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know and Rachel's even better than me she she moved here with no guarantees other than God I really <laughs> at least did. I had a job I really oh my did. Gosh. <laughs> you know what I mean uh, she just was in Indiana and I should probably let her tell because it'd be more powerful so you tell it but oh, uh, what am I supposed y- to tell I don't know <laughs> <Okay>. anyways <laughs> <laughs> what story but uh, you know even like me moving here from Colorado to Alabama if it was wrong what's the big deal right. I'm, I'm right. moving to Alabama to serve the Lord to try to make a difference exactly. in people's lives and to make a difference for the kingdom of God. If that's wrong, then God just redirects my path to ultimately get me where he needs me to go. Right, right. I think sometimes that it's a tactic. I don't want to give the devil too much credit, but we get so afraid of making a misstep mm-hmm. or the wrong step that we take no steps. Yeah, right. and see, it talks about in Peter about how uh, the devil comes around as a roaring lion. And I yeah. feel like that's so very 
good in being very descriptive because a lion comes to stun and scare you with a roar and mm. to get you to not move or, right. or, or to run away. And I think that that's, that's what the devil wants. He either wants you to pause and be in fear to where you're doing nothing so you're ineffective from God, or he gets you to run away from the plan right. of God. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, obviously he's not going to cheer you on in God, but that, that's what that, <laughs> yeah. that'd, that'd be really interesting uh, <laughs> dynamic there. But, you know, I, I wish. <laughs> but, you know, that, that's, that's the point. of mm-hmm. That's what the devil wants is he either wants you to freeze or he wants you to run away. And right. so that, that's exactly like it. You just need to go. You just got to do. See, what was your mentality when you left Indiana to come to Alabama? Were you just like, this is going to work? Or were, I mean, you know, how'd you push through that? Um, I mean, I was just like, well, I feel like God has told me to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a shot. My thing was, I'm either going to try this yeah. and fail <laughs> or I cannot try it and regret it the rest of my life. Mm. What would have happened if I would have listened to God? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or I try it and it's a success, you know? Yeah. So right. it's like, choose your path. Right. <laughs> and I think there's such a, a fear of failure mm-hmm. that we just play it safe sometimes. Mm. You know, and we know this as ministers, you know, like when God gives you prophetic unction or something to say, like even in this situation, (laughs) it's always in the back of our minds, right? Right. What if this isn't right? (laughs) Right. What if I say something that's totally going to mess up somebody's life? That's why I gave the caveat at the beginning. You know what I mean? That's why I'm not, I try not to be super specific, but also I sometimes don't know all the specifics. Right, right, right. And it's up, really, it's up to the individual. Like when Cody was speaking that over you, if it bore witness, then you grab a hold of it and you fight with it and you you war a good warfare with it but if it doesn't bear any witness with you you just put it up on yeah, the shelf and maybe grab it away some other time but you know what what's if, if we fail we say this we would rather fail trying than to not try at all yeah, for sure. right and and god doesn't let his people fail mm. you know what i mean no matter what you do as long as it's like like I said, as long as it's not a sinful endeavor, no matter what you do, God's always going to be able to teach you something. Mm-hmm. He's always going to be able to show you something. Right. He's always going to be able to improve who you are, and he's going to be able to grow you some way, somehow, to get you ultimately to where you need to be. Yep. But that individual that I was referencing to that's now living overseas, they felt like they were supposed to do that, and so they just YOLO'd and jumped in both feet, and it was the exact right thing to do, and they're living overseas today, and they love it. They're having a great time. You know what I mean? But just imagine if they would have been like, well, what if this wrong? So they just played it safe and stayed home. Mm. Right. They'd be miserable today right, because sure. they never took that leap of faith. And I think yeah. that's what it is sometimes. You know, that's the nail on the head. It's faith. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and that's what you know, we have to do is the just, they live by faith. And so what is faith? Well, it's not having all the answers, but I believe, mm-hmm. right? And I'm fully persuaded this is what I'm supposed to do, so I'm going to do it. And it's going to work out in the end because God's good. So good. You know? Yeah. yeah. And so I, I think, you know, and then like what Rachel said, I just want to bring that background. You know, you said that there's possible three things that you're interested yeah. in. Well, I, again, I don't know what grade you're in, but, you know, f- see if there's an internship out there for one of them and start pursuing it. Yeah, if it doesn't sure. fe- feel right yeah. and you don't like it, then throw it away right. yeah. and Next. pursue something else. I mean, because you went to college for what? To be a, a, a lawyer's apprentice. What is that called? Paralegal. Uh, yes, a paralegal. Yeah. 
so a lawyer's apprentice. Lawyer's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. same thing, same same. Same. <laughs> you know. So she uh, went to college to be a paralegal, and you did that somewhat when you moved here a little bit, but yes. ultimately it wasn't. It's not what you're doing today. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Lesson learned. Yeah, but that's good. At least if you would have never pursued it, at right. least to some degree, you wouldn't right. have known that you hated it. Right. right. And now you might be looking back, being like, "Well, should have I done this?" But now you know. Right, exactly. But also with that, even though, listen, I took that side journey, that side journey helped me. Mm, it yeah. it provided a job for me right. for yeah. years until I could do this. Right. right. So, I mean, it was a blessing, yeah. even though ultimately it wasn't what I was sure. bound to do. It was still a blessing. And right. I'm sure like, and you might not even directly know it, but there's probably things that you picked up at that job that oh, you probably sure. still use mm-hmm. today for sure consciously and unconsciously yeah. or subconsciously whatever you yeah. know like unco- like while you're sleeping <laughs> you know, but you know what i'm saying like yeah. there's like things that like you pick up from your different career yeah. paths or even just personal endeavors that right. maybe you feel led or even maybe didn't feel led to do you just went for that god uses in your current situation today because that's just who god is he right. turns it yeah. he makes it he makes it god part of your plan use any little thing that yeah. you've learned along your way it's yeah. it's wonderful yeah and and i will even say this and i you know not to put the individual on the spot but cody has shared with me who they are so mm-hmm. i know a little bit of insight and i know what they're doing uh, at the youth group right now. Mm-hmm. And they have a wonderful opportunity to try, not to try, but to learn the mm-hmm. flows. And, you know, I would encourage them on a Wednesday night that when there's an unction there, that they step out, that they just, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this. I don't know if I'm supposed to do this. And they step out mm-hmm. and they do it and they can learn in real time what it's like to follow God in something that they're a little unsure about, yeah, you know, and I'm keeping it vague on purpose, but since I know who the individual is, look forward to a conversation coming soon, <laughs> you know, but, but I think that's, you know, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things there's, you learn mm-hmm. the flows of God yeah. and the only way to learn something is by doing yeah. right. Right. And I think that's how you and I have gotten comfortable as ministers. That's mm-hmm. how Rachel's gotten comfortable as a minister, by being able to step out and say things that God right. deals with us about an individual with fear and trembling. At the right, beginning, right. it was a lot more difficult than it yeah. is now, but we have years of experience, years of doing yeah. to where now when God says, okay, say something to so-and-so, it's just like, all right, easy, yeah. done. Right, for well, sure. I mean, even with the scripture of like, you can't be faithful with much until you're faithful right. with little. And I think right. I said True. that backwards, but whatever. <laughs> you know, we understand. Cody translation. <laughs> but you know, like you've got, you've got to learn how to follow follow God in little things before you can follow God in the big things. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it all comes back to what we've been saying this whole time. Yeah. Take it day by day. Take yeah. it just start now. Yeah. Start with what God's got on your plate in this moment and then the next moment's going to come. The next day is going to come. Right. The next year is going to come. All those things are going to fall yeah. into place. So I've got good news and I've got bad news. I'll start with the bad news first. We have no silver bullet for you. We have nothing to say. This is exactly how <laughs> you do it. This is exactly yeah. how you know. This is exactly how you get it right the first time, every time. Mm. We don't have a silver bullet for you. Yeah. All we can share is our life experiences. But that, So that's the bad news, right? There's no easy answer. But there is good news. If you genuinely pursue God, and your intent is pure, yeah. and your desire is clean, you're not going to mess up. Yep. Right. So don't let it get weighty. Yep. Don't let it be like overbearing and produce a lot of anxiety. Yep. Just be like, you know what? I can do this. And I like we say that too. 
you know, we, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. So what are we saying? You already have all the qualifications you need. Right. God made you. He knows you. He gave you the gifts and right. the talents and abilities that you need to fulfill your call. You've got the goods. So don't worry about that. Just start taking these steps forward and start pursuing things right. and, and be looking for that red light. Oh, this one feels really uncomfortable. Yeah. I know I'm not supposed to do it. And then you pull back and you start going another direction. Right. And that even that, that, that light might come back around. You know, maybe it's something like you start pursuing it and you're like, that feels wrong. I'm going to cut that off, but maybe not cut it off altogether. Maybe yeah. it might be something you're supposed to pursue at another time. So that interest or that desire that you see on your plate right now, and you're like, well, uh, these other two feel wrong right now. So I'm going to pursue this, you know, maybe yep. five, 10 years from now, that pers- that desire, that pursuit might come back around. So right. just, if you have that desire in your heart, maybe it's there for a reason, yeah. but don't, you know, don't stress out about it. Right. Yeah, and it's interesting how God gives us these talents and these abilities. You know, like with Rachel being a paralegal, I'm not exactly sure what they do, but I'm pretty sure it's administrative <laughs> stuff. Yes. They, they paralyze legal documents. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they cripple them. And so, but, she, but God put that in her, mm-hmm. and at the beginning she thought maybe it was to do as a paralegal, but then she ended up doing that as the youth ministry administrator for years <laughs> so you know it was already in her i remember when i lived in colorado i wanted to be a ski instructor i wanted to teach people how to ski uh and, and now you i do that every wednesday right and, and <laughs> so what yeah exactly the, the teaching part of me was always a part of me right the 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 teaching people yeah. how to do that was always right. a part, right. and I was just trying to channel it, you know, in something that I wanted to do. Right, <laughs> right. I want to ski because skiing's fun, but that part of me was always in there. And so he's whatever that is in you, he's put it in there right. for, for sure. a purpose and for a reason. And uh, so just be looking for it. It's not always something natural. It sometimes yeah. it's for you know supernatural use and for the kingdom of God, as all things are. So yeah, um, you got this though. You got yeah. this. You got it. Anyone got any uh, closing wrap up comments or we're getting a dog and we're calling it Apache. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I want. I want next week. I want you to preach a message. Okay. This, is, this is the Lord. All right. Okay. Uh, wow. <laughs> you Lord. need to preach a message and use ski equipment and you need to teach everyone how to ski and how it relates to pursuing challenge. Jesus. Accepted. No, challenge. I got the ski. I'm coming full hey, let's gear. Let's talk about that time. And I think Cody was with us when we went skiing. Oh, up in Virginia. Uh, yes. Yeah. In Virginia. Or was it Western? I don't know. I don't know. One of that fake snow. Over, somewhere <laughs> over there. Yeah. Fake. Now, how, how patient and teaching Oh my were god, you? I'm not. <laughs> I get that from my dad when it comes yeah, to like that. Robert was like, see you never, guys. <laughs> but that's you know I the, mean, so you would have never made it as a ski instructor. You you're right. I would have been so, so frustrated. I'd be frustrated beating with kids people. with my ski pole. Yeah, like, Why don't like, you get I just want to ski. Can't you just ski exactly, with me? Exactly. <laughs> Follow me, kid. Yeah. But, you know, I, it's amazing. 19 years of doing this. You want me to teach using ski equipment? Challenge accepted, man. Next week, ski equipment. Here it is. And it's so easy because oh, it's all gosh. about balance and it's all about having things in the right place at the right time. Otherwise, you're not going to make it down the hill safely. Look at that. Right. I'm bringing my skis and my ski poles and my ski jacket and my ski goggles. We're going full send with it. It's happening, man. Wow, how come I've never realized that I have an illustration sitting in my garage? (laughs) Ski equipment. Nailed it. Uh, So good. Well, hopefully uh, this individual got some answers today. And maybe if you were not the individual that got this, I do believe that there's this is probably something a lot of people have kind of rolling around in their heart and in their head. I know as a teenager and probably even some people that are 
even adults now are sometimes sure. like, <laughs> what sure. do I want to be when I grow up? Right. You know, like sometimes it's like, I just don't even feel like a grown up. I'm 31 years old and I still feel like a child. You know? right. <laughs> so right. I'm sure, sure that there's Same. people out there that are still struggling with this. And hopefully um, you've learned a little bit of something and maybe you're like, at the very least, I got the green light, red light, right? You know? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And it's helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Or maybe some ideas about where you want to go after you die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you I suggest the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> yeah. What you're naming your dog, where you're going after you die. And, and how to know peace. And how yes. to know peace. <laughs> Bring <laughs> it all together. Great. <laughs> I'm putting, if Boo does pass before me, we're putting you in a salt shaker, like a hundred little salt shakers, and we're going to take one to the beach each year. And we're going <laughs> to... <laughs> you wouldn't do that. You would get so frustrated and just chuck the whole bottle. Yeah. Like, Whatever. Man, she knows oh me so gosh. well. Yeah, you she does. Be patient enough to do that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh. guys, it was year one. Let's just take the box this year and it's dump fine. it out there. Dump it out. Let's get it done. Why, of, uh, why put off till tomorrow what I can do today? <laughs> So good. All right. We love you guys so much. Thanks for joining us for the potty head pod talk. We talk thing. Bye.